0: Happy International Podcast Day! My name's Aaron Bennett. My name's Justin McCartney. My name's Christian Mesa. And you're listening to Fly on the Wall Special Edition Bonus Pod, where we celebrate International Podcast Day. Woo!
1: It's a big time here at Fly on the Wall. We are really excited to have International Podcast Day. And you know, just a day to celebrate not not only- Well, yes, us, but also (laughs) podcasts in general, and you, the listeners. So, what we're doing to celebrate you, the listeners, is we're going to be the flies on the wall of- Fly on the wall. Tripping. Crazy.
0: It's super meta. It's like some Inception. Super meta. Uh,
1: so what we're going to do on this episode, it's going to be fun. It's going to be lighthearted. It's and gonna it's going to be, be really
2: short. It's yeah, be very because short. our other episodes aren't lighthearted.
1: Yes. Um, and we're just going to take you a little bit behind the scenes of what we do here at Fly on the Wall. I've had a lot of people come up to me and be like, yeah, that podcast thing is cool. It must take you like, you know, 30 minutes out of your day for like a week.
0: People think that we just like pick up our microphones and just start talking.
1: Yeah,
2: that's
0: not how this works. That's not how it works yeah. at all. And I'm
2: only slightly offended every time one of you insinuates that. Right. So uh, instead of complaining about it, we're going to give you the lowdown and talk to you about what it's actually like being behind the scenes of slime them the Mall. Yep.
1: Uh, so the first thing we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about the process of this podcast uh, because... To the surprise of clearly everyone who listens, we don't just put a microphone down on the table and hit record and just start asking random questions. We're not good enough for that.
0: So what we do is we actually start this process two weeks in advance. I know we're all in college. I don't start a paper until the night before, but <laughs> somehow we find the ability to work on these podcasts two week in advance. So what we'll do is we'll come up with the idea for who we want to talk to. Either it's a fellow or someone cool is coming to campus. Our awesome research director, Alec, will do what we call a research brief. He'll whip up something uh, informative about who this person is, their experience, and give us some recommendations on areas that we should explore,
2: some rooms that we want to get inside and be flies on the wall of. Then what happens? Then we work on our pre-interview. So this is something that we're actually just started for season two. uh, And it's something we developed after our sit down this summer with CNN reporter, Brianna Keeler, shout out Brianna. Uh, We mentioned that in one of our first podcasts of uh, season two about how helpful that was and all that she taught us. So what our pre-interview is, is it helps us get, it helps us know which rooms we want to get inside during our actual interview. So a lot of this, these times, it's, it's difficult. You know, we're meeting these like, awesome political professionals that we usually haven't met before who have done things that we can only dream of, and it's intimidating, to be quite honest. So we take this pre-interview time to get to know them a little bit, understand what they're comfortable talking about, and really uh, take that extra week, that extra uh, sit-down time to plan out our interview strategy.
0: To let it marinate, Stop. some
2: might say. Aaron so- just learned how to <laughs> marinate. Uh, he you don't know what that was, <laughs> and like use a knife, yeah. And
0: uh, mm, okay, I, I quibble with your we're use gonna, of
2: we're gonna skip through
1: this. No, yes. no, 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 no. I, I, I misrepresented you. Okay, I know the how to use a knife. Aaron knows I just- how to use a knife, he can cut, he also learned how to marinate. Moving on, uh, so uh, after we pre interview, we take all the notes from the pre interview, uh, and we sit down and we ask, uh, we sit down and we take questions, um, and we basically write down questions and say, like, hey, this is what they want to talk about when we make an outline for the actual episode. Uh, so that requires a lot of us, you know, basically making a huge outline and then having to cut a lot of it down, uh, which is pretty fun, but also kind of
0: weird. So I think we'll take you inside the room of, like, what actually happens when we have this podcast recording. So there's uh, generally uh, Christian and I sitting at the table getting ready to interview the guests. We have the mics all set up. Uh, usually they're... Well, we set up them well we have to do that first exactly. yeah there we do all the manual labor here at fly on the wall uh so we have our awesome communications director abby who's snapping photos also taking notes on you know potential things she wants to tweet out right now um, she's
1: checking her hair
0: always always prepared uh and she also does some of those like insta video things that we use as like teasers for the episode alec is also uh instant what did i say stories
1: Insta stories what did i say Insta videos. It, yeah, it's
0: a story I mean, story. they got the point. I'm I not feel like, like that was. I'm the, not a millennial. I don't do this stuff. No, please, uh, uh, I really am a millennial. Um, and then Alec is also taking notes in the episode, figuring out you know what the key moments are. Uh, and Justin, what what are you doing uh, during these episodes? I,
2: I'm the ever nebulous managing director. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? That's a great question. <laughs> um, so as you know, I I host the bits on uh, the. intro the outro some of our fun bits in between um but i also work a lot behind the scenes to make sure each of our meetings has an agenda um making sure that we keep an open line of communications with the geopolitics staff shout out them they're always super helpful so that's never an issue um but also serving as a liaison between us and the guest setting um setting an interview time scheduling our pre-interview call things like that a lot of logistics so my favorite part of this interview um is the
1: little group chat that we have. So we have, <laughs> so we have a Google Doc um, that we have all the interview questions on. And with Google Docs, you can have a little like little chat on the side.
0: We're actually chatting in
1: it right now. Yes, we're talking about you for important reasons. Yeah, very important. Uh, and basically, it's what we do. Um, we basically just make comments about how the interview is going. If we need to pivot sometime soon. If this section is too long. Um, sometimes it's like this is super funny or like this is great. <laughs> and sometimes this is terrible. We should do something else. Um, and sometimes it's like, wow,
2: Aaron really fix your hair. The guest really fixed your hair today. Well, it's
0: true. So I've found that my hair looks terrible in some of these photos and I wish someone would give me a heads up. I got so. you. I got you. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah. So pivoting again from
0: that. Um, <laughs> wait, in this group chat, it just says Alec Kamhai has opened the document. Yeah. Welcome to the document, Alec. But this actually <laughs> is
2: helpful. We, we joke about it. We do kind of play around it. Um, but it actually has really kind of shaped our interview strategy when we're in the room. We feel like it's something that has helped us um, really adjust on the fly, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, uh, because wait, a lot I of just
1: time- got it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I know. It is sometimes really difficult to, because we, we spend all this time, like I was saying, crafting these narratives, knowing what rooms we want to get into, but it's not always easy to get the guests to go there. So this chat helps us kind of, Um, plan in the middle of these interviews all right how do we steer the guests to this story how do we get them to stop talking about this stuff we don't care about um so it's actually we use it as an interview tool i always wonder too if the guest like is or like creeped out by the fact that we're like
1: typing to each other i thought uh, of it i think they know know. i I don't think they're dumb because like we'll furiously like type back and forth to each other and then like look at each other and each other's thing and like they're just kind of still talking about whatever cool story they're doing (laughs) and i like hope they don't like we're not like talking about you in a negative way most likely um (laughs) like it's mostly just like oh we're at 20 minutes we should probably continue but i'm always a little worried that the guest is i feel like they're intimidated they think we're like super professional i think we're super not it's just a google doc yeah but they don't know that. they don't know that at all <laughs> it's
2: all about plausible deniability so, i will
1: say the one time we had a guest on whose name was uh, a little bit more difficult for me to remember uh, <laughs> and like pronounce um uh, and so i wrote in huge bold letters underlined like 35 font the name of this person we're not saying the name are we no, okay. no uh so when i introduced them uh i could just read the name and not mess it up because i had messed it up multiple times before the podcast
0: <laughs> on that note let's talk a little <laughs> bit about what are the best moments we've had like in the studio like working on this podcast i think the one for me that stands out uh, when we were talking to cornell belcher I take the first yeah of course i did it's like right there on the sheet <laughs> we're uh, we're looking google at our, our outline our google doc um was when cornell belcher uh we were interviewing him and i think it was like during midterm season or final season and we were all like final, stressed yeah. out um and he's a writer so we asked him what is the solution to writer's block and his answer essentially said that scotch cured everything
2: <laughs> It, I think it was a one-word answer. We asked him this whole long question. He's like, Scotch.
0: Scotch. We were question. like, wow, that was rather <laughs> definitive. That, like, cracked me up. We all just, like, died in the middle of the episode. Anyone else have a favorite moment?
1: I don't know. I'm looking back. <laughs> uh, trying to think. There have been so many great moments on here. Um, I would say, like, it's not, like, a personal great moment, but, like, just in general, the episode we did with Marlon Marshall, I just thought it was, like, like i had only met marlon once you know in passing um and we don't get to know these guests too too well um but i'd met marlon once like really quickly in passing um and marlon was just like so nice and so fun and so genuine and there's a section like of this podcast where i I don't even it was girl scout season i think and so one of our like light—I i don't remember exactly fact check me listeners but I think we asked him about the lightning round, like what his favorite Girl Scout cookie was, and we just got way off track. <laughs> like it was not even close to on the outline, but it was such a fascinating conversation into, oh, that's what it was. It was the regional differences between names of oh, Girl cookies. Oh, that's true. Because
0: was like Samoas?
1: Samoas are different in some areas. And like Nutter, and Nutter like, Butters? Or... Yeah, it's <laughs> Nutter Butters. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's Tagalongs, which isn't far off.
0: Uh, Essentially, Nutter Butters. And right?
1: apparently, like regionally, Girl Scout cookies have different names based off of what factory they were made in. So, like, you could have a totally different name for Girl Scout cookies, and it was something I didn't even know about, and Marlon, like, enlightened us into the world of Girl Scout cookies, and it was just such an odd episode.
2: Yeah, that's a great point, and I'm kind of uh, going to spin off of that. Um, this, unfortunately, is not not sentimental, but one of the coolest things, of my coolest moments on the pod has been all of the times when the pod has transcended the room that we recorded. So, again, yeah, it sounds stupid. But Aww. we actually saw Marlon. No, we saw Marlon out um, in D.C. over the summer when we were all interning. through. And, I mean, he recognized us. We had, we had been in um, some of his office hours and stuff like that. And, obviously, we did the pod. And he came right up to us. You know, was like, how's the pod doing? You know, I'd love to come back. Like, was really interested to see how we'd been. And that moment just, like, really meant a lot. So, it's like, okay, like, all this work we put in, the mission of the pod is really succeeding. And that happens every day when we get students come up to us. Students we don't even know sometimes. They're like, You know, I listen to you guys or especially incoming or not incoming now, but freshmen who found us when we were tabling during gap week. And they're like, I heard about this. You guys are awesome. I listened to like all your episodes.
1: An interesting note on that story, too. Marlon came up to us and said, I had just been talking about the podcast, which was one of my other with one of our other guests on Fly on the Wall. That was so weird that like Marlon Marshall talks about our podcast on the side. That was so cool. Uh
0: I you remember when we asked Alex Cattell about his Uber rating? <laughs> that was a <laughs> good one. that's a great moment. Did we keep
1: that in the episode or cut it? No, we definitely I thought it. we kept it, right? Yeah, because it was it was another one of those moments where we just went totally off track. Uh Aaron, you wanna talk about it a little bit?
0: I couldn't I don't even know how we got there.
1: Well that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if we just happened to end up talking with Alex Cattell about Uber ratings. Well, I was bragging
0: about my I thought I had a five, but like didn't. in the middle of the room, in the middle of the recording, I found out that I have like a four point
2: seven or something.
0: It's really tragic.
2: But that's another good point too, is like I mean, we have our kind of cheesy little segment now, politicos, that's where people but it's true and we've found that talking to these people, even you know, like former White House communications directors or former congressmen like are just real people. We've talked about favorite college basketball teams, um, girls cookies, obviously, like
0: So if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, or even if you didn't and you're just sort of suffering through...
1: I mean, if you're listening (laughs) at this point, I feel like you're probably into it. (laughs) Yeah, cool with me.
0: Uh, There's a way for you to get involved in this podcast. Uh, We are rapidly growing, and our listenership is growing, and the operation is growing. uh, So we need more people on our team. We want more people to have a hand in this wonderful project that we uh, embarked on nine months ago and uh we'll wow. continue on with georgetown for the foreseeable future so. a baby i know <laughs> well wow yeah you're not wrong except it's been alive for nine months <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh
1: yeah definitely if you're interested if you like our podcast come join our team we have plenty of room for new people we're boring honestly like so come be interesting with us I don't know, help us out. We need some life on this team.
2: Yeah, check out our operations and communication. I feel like we're not selling
0: that very
1: well. <laughs> our
2: opcom team. <laughs> we're actually pretty fun. Well, I was going to tell them what they can do as part of the opcom. Go team. for it, Justin. All right. So as part of the opcom team, you get to join us at meetings, um, not only engage with our social media and brand around campus, um, but also get really um, into the weeds on what we talk about, the content and the substance of flying along. So all those cool stories that you know we were talking about getting into with guests, you get to be in the room when we craft what questions, what narratives, um, and how we're gonna get to those really cool stories, which is, you know, obviously from our perspective, a cool opportunity, because that's what we do here. Um, And we wanna open that up to as many people as possible. Opcom team, interest form, not application, uh, will still be live for a few more days after this podcast is released, so please check us out.
1: Have fun with us, guys, please.
0: So I've decided I wanted to recline in my chair (laughs) So I'm moving my microphone One of three microphones One of three since we have three now I think this is really working out What do y'all think? I don't
1: know I haven't tried reclining yet but I'm kind of into it Why are we still doing this?
0: Are we not done? Uh, We're going to wrap it up soon So if you liked (laughs) what you heard Make sure you keep checking out our episodes We actually just finished up our episode That'll be released tomorrow It's going to be amazing You will absolutely love our guest I guess we can tell him who it is now uh, so it's Mike Dubke, former White House communications director under President Trump, was there for about a hundred days. Uh, don't say it.
1: Ten scare <laughs> <laughs> He has said it, so I feel okay. So. That's
0: fair. Um, Mike has that described his time like that. Um, <laughs> Justin, you made the same joke in the group chat that I made, like literally. I was repeating you. It was oh.
2: invalidating your joke.
0: Thank you, appreciate guys, it, guys.
1: We're on the group chat right now.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Alec is making noise really in the corner. Yeah, no, it does, dude. It picks up everything. It, yeah, it really does. Like, literally.
2: Three mics.
0: <laughs> we have three mics. Where was I? Oh, Dubkey. Dubkey was really fun. <laughs> oh, wait, but his name is Mike. Name is Mike. <gasps> he said... Oh, my God. I
2: didn't get that, Alec. That's hilarious. <laughs> Let's
0: Alec, go home. <laughs> three mics and a mic. Anyway, no, Dubkey was a really fun episode. I think you'll really enjoy it. Uh, he, like, gives some awesome insight into a, a pretty spicy story that... Uh, got at least in his view um incorrectly reported. Uh so if you were following the drama that unfolded this summer, uh you really should take a listen. He has some awesome uh insight. So,
2: so one more quick thing, uh, last pitch I promise. I'm not going to give you the whole social media riot act cuz you should know that by now. Um but we in the theme of getting as many people involved as we can, getting new voices at the table, uh please give us some feedback. This is what um we really want to focus on going into season 2. Um, moving forward is getting feedback from our listeners so feel free please like actually tweet at us this isn't just something we say every podcast because we like hearing ourselves say it tweet at us find us stop in the geopolitics office like if we need to we'll set up like a comment box but i don't know how i don't feel about that uh that sounds like a lot of effort on facebook snapchat us you know anything you can give us your thoughts tell us how we can improve tell us what you want to hear or who you want to hear from.
0: if, if you happen important. to have 280 characters on twitter send us a 280 character hot take about how you're feeling about that oh my god
1: that'd be so fun also if you have 280 characters hate you (laughs) because i want it we're very jealous very jealous thank you guys so much for listening to this fun international pod day podcast hope you got something out of it hope you enjoyed our you know fun process and us being interesting maybe i don't know if you're still listening, you probably find us interesting. And now
0: the 3 of us are going to be as a sign off doing a rendition of our theme song a cappella. Yep. <laughs> Ready? Absolutely. Wow. I got the I
1: got the I got the
0: bass line. Thanks, y'all. I'll see you tomorrow.
1: Bye.